Welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name's Michael. Molly Saw is Dave. And I am RJ. Ooh, what was that? Latvia. Ooh, where is Latvia? I don't know. <laughs> that, nice. that sounds cool, though. Eastern European. I, yeah, I think it's like Transylvanian, oh, okay. you know, or Transylvania area. area Dra- the where, Dracula territory. Yeah, it's a castle place. <laughs> Definitely a big castle place. Yeah. I don't know, because like Latvian Orthodox is like Greek Orthodox, I think. So maybe huh. it's near Greece. Maybe. Where? Who knows? Um, all right. So today is episode 23 of the podcast. And RJ, why don't you tell us why we are walking in Memphis today? Tell us. Because, well, there was a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Elvis. And I was like, I like Elvis. So I kind of decided to take a walk down memory lane by mentioning <laughs> his name. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who's memory lane? Uh, the Elvis. Okay. So, so this, this reminded you of the great songs of Elvis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or right. of Elvis, like literally just him. So anytime just any, like... All you need is somebody to say Elvis, and that's good enough. Because, like, not even his songs. I've actually never heard him. Okay. I just know what he looks you just like. like the persona. <laughs> and just I was like, I see, yeah, I'm just <laughs> like, I see his hip swing, and I see, like, his lip go up, and I'm like, yeah. You're a fan of the DEA agent, Elvis. <laughs> yes. The sworn-in officer, Elvis. Okay. But, um, yeah. It's about so, Elvis. But why Elvis? Like, you don't strike me as an Elvis guy. I have the Elvis Christmas album. Okay. And I think, when, I was, when I was a wee lad, yeah. it goes I think back. Last week he said that he was having trouble deciding which songs to put in this one. I want to know how many other songs there were. I'm sure there's a, there's lot, a lot that have his name, yeah. but like that were in the running for this um, that I knew of or I wanted. So I took some out. Okay. But there, there was a lot of them. Hmm. I thought because of some of the lyrics in the songs, it was going to be some weird twist that it was going to be actually about God that like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he tricked us into thinking it's about Elvis, but it's actually about God. Yeah. I had like three, two ideas of going into this of what I wanted to do with just Elvis being in the songs. But I was like, ah, they didn't play out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, so like, do you didn't answer me. Do you like Elvis other than the Christmas <laughs> stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's all right. I mean, I don't listen to him, but he, I enjoy him. He's all right. <laughs> well, when's the last time anybody he's has right. listened to Elvis? No, oh. I'm not saying I like him. I'm just saying I you listen see to Elvis that. all the time. See, I maybe listen to him Christmas time. I'm just saying that you say it's all right for something you really like or something that you hate. So I don't know where it is for Elvis. He's in the. I, I enjoy him. All right. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever seen his uh the comeback special, the 68 comeback special? No. no. Oh, is that the one with um Unchained Melody? Yes, I believe so. I've seen that song. He has a he has a leather um top, leather bottom that's black. Oh. Um but that's his 68 is his comeback special where he does a live like jam sesh almost. Um because he had been not written off, but he had been on hiatus because he was doing movies, and uh, he really hadn't done much in a couple of years because huh. the Beatles took over. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, like it would be so weird to be around at that time. I don't know who a modern day Elvis would be. 
But even back then, like musicians were transition making that transition to movies. Yeah, which you kind of see nowadays. But yeah, you see it more often now. But he was the first. Yeah. That's why it's so hard. Yeah, because like he was literally the first one person phenomenon. That's why the like John Lennon, of course, we'll talk about him later. Um, but like he was like Elvis was a huge idol of his. And he like has a story about when he met him and it being like fine. <laughs> it's just like Elvis like didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever, man. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So actor musician Elvis, I mean he was kind of would it be fair to say he was the ludicrous of his time? <laughs> yeah. He's the Chris oh, no, Bridges no. of his time. The Vin Diesel of his time, for sure. Oh, that's tr- well <laughs> Diesel just made the transition to <laughs> Hardcore club music. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So good. Yeah. My uncle, actually, who he is the one that, like, as a kid, got me into a lot of music. He played, like, a, a duo Elvis cover band for a long time. Just him and an Ooh. Elvis impersonator. And he was on guitar. Huh. And he had a pompadour for a very long time. Huh. And then the Elvis impersonator was, his name was Ron, I think. He was pretty good. Huh. Yeah. I heard those guys make a lot of money in like in certain places, oh, probably I'm in sure. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys? Uh, did you guys see? There's a uh, an Elvis Nixon movie from a couple years ago with uh, Michael Shannon and Kevin Spacey. No, but I would love to see that. Yeah, like that Michael- whole like DEA thing where he yeah. got sworn in. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fascinating story. I know. Yeah. Yeah, the, I don't know how accurate the movie is because there's like some um, difference of opinions of like the case of what happened. Yeah. Um, but it seemed like Elvis was just like, "Hey Nixon, I want to do this." Yeah. And Nixon was like, "All right, <laughs> you're yeah. Elvis. I, you got it." It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I just I have so many questions. Like, I know he collected badges, like yeah, and stuff from police officers like he just had a fascination with that stuff so maybe yeah. he just had to get sworn in to like collect his last badge or something it's like <laughs> part of his his collection but uh i think he just loved law enforcement this yeah. is like the first edition like, like steven seagal yeah. special he's like i need to go in and get the special badge yeah i mean he got sworn in as an officer i don't know if he i've heard stories that he like used it before like used the badge Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but, like, how do you do that because you're Elvis? Yeah. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? Right. You just pull that person over, man. Like, he's <laughs> talking to his driver. Like, I don't have a siren. Like, what yeah. do you want me to do? Do you think he did that or more like he would just throw, like, outrageous parties and he's just like, no, you can't call the cops on me. I'm Elvis Presley. Here's my badge. <laughs> yeah. Elvis Presley on the scene. We got this covered. Basically, man. you would be calling me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I think by this time, I think, I can't remember if it's post his mom's death because when his mom died, he, like, became pretty reclusive. Mm-hmm. And that's when he gained all the weight. And that's when he just, like, was shooting his TVs and just, like, all sorts of crazy stuff. Sick. Yeah. It's always weird with those celebrities. I know I'm John Lennon had, like, a uh, like a shopping addiction to where, like, he would just, like, buy stuff from catalogs constantly. And he had just, like, <laughs> garages on his property just filled with boxes of new stuff. Jesus. Those celebrities are just weird. Weird. 
Yeah. I think you just have money and you're fed up with everybody. <laughs> yeah, just leave me alone. I'm going to shoot a TV. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to shoot a TV? I want to shoot a TV. I mean, yeah, a lot of times it's just like, I can't, like they're quarantined. Because they can't leave their house without, yeah. <laughs> you know, being having pictures taken of them. Or, or a like, mask on. Or fans fucking shooting them, apparently. Yeah, like Michael right. Jackson would throw a mask on his kids and himself. Yeah, and he throws baby out the window, too. <laughs> he dangled. <laughs> <laughs> Little pendulum legs oh. and back and forth. Come on, baby, swing, baby. <laughs> Something happened with that baby recently. That baby's a, a human a blanket? now. Yeah, oh, it grew a, up. Blanket's legit now. Like making music. Uh, I think she's well, an actress. That's what it was. Yeah. So she, yeah, she was doing something. Yeah. I was. I don't, was it blanket or the other one? Uh, there's two Pinker of them. I think. <laughs> there's a boy and a girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot what the other one's name was. <laughs> Bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> oh, no. Bubbles is the monkey. Yeah, I think it was the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> the screen's falling asleep again. Uh-oh. Is it timing it did, out? It, it did that last time, too. It's We turned it, it to dims. stay on, but... Oh, okay. Yeah. We should be good. But you um, know, if we just disappear at one point, <laughs> that's what happened. That's all right. Um, RJ, did you struggle with putting these songs in an order? Yes. I thought about that a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Um. So originally, I had the thought of putting them in a different order, of just kind of how I wanted to do it, like my own preference. And then I changed it to where I wanted to try to do it release date. And then I try to. I literally thought, in, like, like on the way to work two days ago, and I was like, I could have done it so the song titles were all spelling out the word Elvis. And I was Ooh. like, nope, I that, <laughs> don't even know if I could do that. <laughs> you probably pull that off somehow. Oh, yeah, with the songs in there. And I was yeah. like, maybe the titles, or I could do something with like that. But I was like, oh, I already released it. But then I was just kind of like, I, I just wanted to go from maybe a feel of it, like the slower ones towards the end, and then the first two, I was like, all right, those are the more like upbeat ones, I would say. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm throwing it like this. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right, so track number one. Off of they speak the king's name. I don't know if we said the title. Oh yes, yes. they yes. speak they the speak king's the name. name. <laughs> <laughs> um, is all I want to do by Sugarland, off of their album Love on the Inside. Um, it's track number one off their album, coming in at three minutes and thirty three seconds. Uh, Sugarland is an American country music duo founded in Atlanta, Georgia. Consisting of singer-songwriters Jennifer Nettles and Christian Bush. Uh, the group was founded in 2002 by Nettles and Bush with Kristen Hall uh, doing vocals and guitar. It's funny Hall left you find group. stinging Nettles in bushes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kristen Hall, she left the group after its first album. All three members had experience uh, in folk rock. Uh, Nettles had recorded in the group's Soul Miner's Daughter and Jennifer Nettles band. Um, and then love on the inside is the third studio album from them. Uh, first released in 2008. Um, the album uh, has produced three chart singles and all I want to do already gone. And it happens. Um, the album has been certified two times platinum by RIAA with sales over 2 million copies in the U S of a, um, all right, RJ. Mm-hmm. How did you, you come? Sugarland fan. Yeah, <laughs> just... 
I am gonna be honest. I've never heard of Sugarland. Yes, I've heard of them, but I thought they were just like I. I thought they were just like Florida Georgia Line or Dixie Chicks or something, which kind of are. Yeah. <laughs> I just never thought I would listen to them. Uh, so the they would would be on the country stations. They are mixed in with all the other poppy country stuff. Uh, you know, Devin, you had your mixtape. This is true country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. Uh, it, it mixes in with uh, just the the fun, catchy songs, the catchy lyrics. Uh, they had a couple songs in the past that were on their radio. Then I was like, okay, those are catchy. I don't hate them. So I listened to, I forgot what album it was, but I was like, all right. They are in that realm of just like the pop country. Like Brad Paisley could easily go on tour with them and he would be fine. Yeah. yeah. Good old Brad <laughs> Toby Teets could, too. Oh, he could, they could eat at his restaurant. Yep. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Not in California. It's hard times. <laughs> hard times, you would say. Uh, I know Sugarland is a place in Texas. I know that. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's outside they have- of uh, Houston. Does it have anything to do with sugar? Or do they just lollipops no, no. on the streets? Yeah. <laughs> Candy cane on, in the well, bushes? Yeah. If you remember, I think the restaurant, there's a restaurant in King of the Hill called Sugarfoots. Sugarfoots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, didn't uh, Mr. Strickland like yeah. knock up a waitress at Sugarfoots? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think they found a dead body in the dumpster and went up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh, I love that this show. is still King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm just like I didn't know where if we straight away went to real life. All of a sudden, it's got real dark. Sugarland's dead. Yeah. Um, Devin, how'd you feel towards all I want to do? Well, it's it's stuck in my head, and uh, it's so catchy. It's, it, uh, yeah, is it, I RJ? I don't want it there, but it's there. It's, it's there. catchy in the sense that it's like it gets caught in my fucking brain. And like, yeah, it's not a great song <laughs> by any means. But I don't want to turn it off when it starts. <laughs> That's the perfect way of putting it, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's not a bad song where I'm like, fuck, skip this song. Like, It's like, okay, this is... That song that reminds me that I'm listening to this mixtape. Good. <laughs> we'll get to the next song soon. Yeah. That's it. There's yeah. like, okay. for me, every time I listen to it, there's like a brief, like 15 to 20 seconds in the middle of it where I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Like just yeah. jamming. And then yeah. by the end of it, I'm just like, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Spit <laughs> much. Yeah. 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 Um, I, w- I-, I was surprised that I liked it, though. I saw Sugarland on there. I was like, oh, fuck. This is gonna suck. <laughs> and then part of me is like, maybe RJ found like a really good deep cut by Sugarland, <laughs> and it's like something I've never heard before. I'm like, oh no, this is Sugarland. Yeah, all right, that's fine. Is this one of the songs that's for you, RJ? Uh, it mentioned <laughs> Elvis, <laughs> but you said so. one's for me, one's for Devin, two are for you. Um, I I enjoyed Sugarland in the past because you know listening to the country radio stations back in the day, hmm. and I never hated them. I, I like some of their hit ones that they have, so I put them on here because I knew I wouldn't be like, oh, these stupid people. See, this one's for him. 
Uh, <laughs> he he thinks he knows which song he put on there for on here for me, but I think he I don't does remember. not realistically know which one that is. I don't know what that is. No. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe I lied last week. You think you know, <laughs> but you have no idea. Um. Yeah, I don't know if you. Um, that what was annoying to me is the beginning of the song is very nine to five from Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, in the morning, yeah. <laughs> all I wanted, I just wanted to listen to nine to five every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it started off real nice and there are parts of it that were like nice to listen to. And then yeah. uh, I thought as that, a whole. Yeah. I had a, uh, a waves of emotions in this mix because it starts yeah. off on such a high note. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I yeah. literally, well, I think it was a good intro track. It's a good the intro way track. that they come in. Yeah. And then she tries to hit like that Mariah Carey high notes in that one part of the song. Oh, that's nowhere near Mariah. <laughs> and I was just like, they could have done without that. Yeah. I, I can do that. <laughs> Devin can do that. Yeah. No, 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 not not the chorus. Oh. But there's that one part where she sings like in the bridge. Oh, yeah. It's not Mariah Carey. <laughs> or fine, Christina Aguilera. Maybe that's, no, that's not territory. That's not X-Tina. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, no, she she tried and I'm like I appreciate you for doing your southern like, you know, version of trying to sing. Southern <laughs> version of trying to sing. I don't know. I don't know how to nicely say it. They could have done without the bridge. <laughs> Southern people can't sing. I'll say it right here, right here, right now. That's just the best a Southerner can do. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it is funny how you how that's kind of true in the sense that like one of the best like I would say I don't know what to categorize her exactly, but like Alison Krauss has like maybe the best female country voice. Yeah. But it's not like a. It's not like Mariah Carey or anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why they all win on uh, American Idol. Like yeah. the country people win. It's like, oh, you're just doing. <laughs> like you're doing the thing with your voice. Like country guys are the worst singers. Oh yeah, worst voices. They yeah. just do an accent that they don't even speak in most of the time. <laughs> Strange. Um. All right. So we go from a poppy country song. To a band that has been referenced many times on the podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we go into high and lonesome or high lonesome. I always say high and lonesome. Yeah, it would make yeah. sense. High lonesome uh, by the Gaslight Anthem off of the Fifty Nine Sound track number four off that album, coming at three minutes and five seconds. Uh, we've talked a lot about the Gaslight Anthem, but uh, the Fifty Nine Sound is their second album. Uh, in December 2008, E-Music named the 59 Sound the best album of 2008. Uh, in July 2009, following Bruce Spring's guest ex- appearances with the band at Glassboro and Hyde Park, sales of the album doubled. Um, I did not know that Bruce Springsteen played with them, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, a while ago. Yeah, um, yeah RJ. I'm assuming this is the one... For me? Mm, I would say this is the one for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You get that one. I get this one? Yeah, you get this one. Okay. Uh, Devin gets this one. Yeah, Devin okay. gets this one. Oh, okay. I think I know which one's for Mike, but I don't think he's going to like it. <laughs> it better not be. <laughs> I think it is. 
So this song is for Devin. Okay. <laughs> there it is. We settled it. Yeah, I hate this song. This song sucks. My least favorite. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not saying you're going to enjoy no, it, but it's for you. This song's great. The song I never actually, gets old. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like excited to get to it. But at the same time, it was like I could just play through and be like, cool, what's next? And then the transition, I really <laughs> didn't mind. No, I, I was, you know, I, I agree. I don't know what there was about it, but it made me expect something different in the third. Hmm. Like, yeah, I like the transition between one and two, though. Um, obviously, I love this song. Yeah. I love this album. Because it, it's an upbeat song. Yeah. Yeah. Because you go from like super poppy to like, I don't know, I guess it's poppy enough for a gaslight anthem. Yeah. This, I mean, it was off their like, their album that kind of broke them into semi fame, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were never like famous, but the differences between uh, Sink and Swim and 59 sound. Yeah. They are there. And you can help hear the difference between them. And you're like, all right. They have now put their name out in the world. Yeah, yeah. This was kind of like, this is us. This yeah. is what we sound like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was more like palatable than a lot of their other stuff yeah. before. And then, um, my only problem with it <laughs> is the lyrics that reference Elvis. Go on. Like, in, in the song... <laughs> Says um, Maria came from Nashville with a suitcase in her hand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the Counting Crows song "Round Here" that he's referencing, mm-hmm. which he uses again. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. So wait, okay. so is that clever songwriting on his part? Because well, the next line is referencing Elvis. Yes. Um, so he does a lot of stuff where he just references other uh, other like songs that he grew up on. He does a lot of Bruce Springsteen songs, um, Miles Davis. There's references there. Uh, Bob Seger. Like he references other lyrics to other songs in his songs a lot, which I don't know if that's clever or not. Hmm. Because it's like taking small lyrics, like snippets, yeah. and putting it into the song. But they sound like full lyrics, I guess. Hmm. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like it's a cool like Easter egg, I guess. It's an Easter egg for those crow heads out there. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> who those people are, but <laughs> the real Dermot's well, fans. <laughs> I think it's all preference yet again it is, but I mean like even just in general, a lot of people as far as even rap music, hearing a sample is just a, a pulling of something other song so you could be like oh they they played that song so like this is just like you know pulling from something else that they play it and they're like oh that's from that other song i remember that from like the 90s and it's just reminiscent of it so it's just like oh i see what they did there okay and we i would don't... call them crow bros by the way crow bros <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's only dudes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's only dudes. <laughs> what's the lead singer's name I think it's Adam Duritz. Everyone looks like Adam. Like literally, yeah. it's just that look. They look like they smell. Yeah. <laughs> and they all have flat on, probably. Yeah. Dreads. He has dreads, right? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're intentional though. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's like, this is the only way my hair grows. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, great song. So, Mike, what are 
what's I know we talked about it, but like your relationship with Gaslight, like big fan, medium fan. Oh, I could listen like... to the Fifty Nine sound. Like that album never gets old. I don't like anything else I've heard from them. Mm. Any of the other ones. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I. I I mean I'm a bigger fan, so I do like them after a while. But it's interesting because after an album comes out, it takes me like a few weeks to get into it. Yeah. And then once I do, I'm like, okay, this is Gaslight. We're good. <laughs> Except for that Get Hurt album, which just universally was hated. Yeah. That was bad. I also, like, can't take anyone seriously if they wear a leather jacket. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, I just can't. I have a hard time with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, for him, I don't mind because it's, like, part of the gimmick, um, especially with this album. But yeah. Uh, if I like see people in public who are wearing leather jackets, I just I just can't I just, I just can't do that. <laughs> yeah, black leather definitely. Brown yeah. leather, it's like maybe. Yeah, maybe you could do it. <laughs> All right, yeah. leather versus like somebody that wears like a jean jacket. <laughs> oh, jean jacket. Whoa, what's day. wrong with the jean jacket? Yeah, Bro, what's, wrong? what's wrong with what the jean ta- jacket? To say about the jean right, jacket. Now picture him with a jean jacket. Yeah, that's sick. I'd would listen you to tr- every you album. Listen to him on? Uh-huh. Would you appreciate get I'd hurt? Listen to his solo stuff. <laughs> yeah, because he's obviously been hurt if he's wearing a jean jacket. <laughs> so I believe it. What about the jeans with the holes in it? I, I mean, mean, are they authentic? Yeah. Did he make the holes in them? Oh, they are worn. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I yeah. believe that. Then he got hurt, man. I want to hug him. Yeah. Only if he has. Where his wallet wore a hole. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> or a pack of smokes. Yeah, a pack of smokes. <laughs> or if he's from the south, a pack of chow. <laughs> Chew. Oh, okay. Skull candy. <laughs> I ordered the sick uh, denim vest that has. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of La Bamba, and it has um, some <laughs> images of La Bamba on the back of it. Wait, like. <laughs> Okay, Richie Valens or the um, was it Richie Valens? Uh, the Lou Diamond Phillips movie, La Bamba. Yeah. Okay. Or I thought you were gonna say the Bumblebee from The Simpsons, <laughs> <laughs> which I think his name was La Bamba. Yeah. <laughs> which would be sick, also. <laughs> Big La Bamba jacket. Um, all right. So then we go into track three. <laughs> yeah. And RJ has been. Uh, a heavy hitter when it comes to 90s songs mm-hmm. that I don't need to hear ever again. <laughs> Soft rock? <laughs> I don't yeah. know what Mark Cohen is. I didn't even know his, he had a name. I didn't know it. Yeah, he, did, he shouldn't have had a name. It should have just been a song that existed in American songwriting and nobody knew who it was. Yeah, I'm just mad that he spelled it with a C. Oh, yeah. Mark? Like yeah. the French way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, so we've got Walking in Memphis. Walking in Memphis. <laughs> From Mark Cohen off his self-titled debut album. It's track number one off the album, coming in at four minutes and 19 seconds. Um, so Mark Cohen is an American folk rock singer-songwriter. Yeah. He won the Grammy Award for Best New Artist in 1992. Mm, He's okay. best known for his song Walking in Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> What's that song like? I <laughs> uh, got received a nomination for a song of the year as well. I don't know what the world was like in 1992. I was just three to 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 be understanding that yeah. this was <laughs> a contender I think for Michael a Jackson song. was like 
out there doing stuff, you know? <laughs> so I don't think this should be on the list. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also, oh, this is the year 1992 is the year of Aki Breaky Heart. Oh. Um, it yeah. is also the year of Baby Got Back. Could um, you imagine if <laughs> Aki Breaky Heart never got popular? <laughs> we wouldn't have Miley Cyrus. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. That's so weird. Or Noah. Noah released a new song this week. Ooh, did she? Yeah, it's good. Oh, was or, it like a diss song on somebody? I have no idea. I think there was a song that she was talking shit about somebody. I forgot <laughs> who it was. Uh, this is the year of Rump Shaker, too. Ooh. Rump Shaker? Just shake your rump. Yeah. That one? Yeah. Tight. Um, it's also the year of uh, maybe my least favorite Eric Clapton song, Tears in Heaven. <gasps> no. It's about his boy. <laughs> <laughs> My boy. Well, yeah. this one's about Elvis. <laughs> Is it only about Elvis? Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, is it only about Elvis? Is it about Memphis? Mm. Is he from Memphis? They speak his, his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I reached number 13. Uh, I guess the song came out as a single in 91 and then came out on the album the following year. Um, Walking in Memphis has since been covered several times, notably in 1995 by Cher. So that's cool. Wow. <laughs> Never heard that one. Yeah. Is it auto <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, I'm assuming this is like a song you like, RJ. I've heard it before. <laughs> You don't have to feel shame. You don't have to feel shame here. So I've heard this before. I thought it was a newer song. (laughs) And it is is timeless. (laughs) And I listened to it. I was like, oh, this is like on the radio like a little while ago or something like that. And I (laughs) went through the lyrics and I'm like, all right, Elvis, cool. You check in. And I'm like, 1991, Mark Cohn. All right, you're going on it. (laughs) (laughs) That, That was literally it. Oh. How'd you feel about it, Mike? <laughs> I just, I had to, eventually, I had to skip it. <laughs> like, eventually, I just can't walk through Memphis that many times. <laughs> Mike, this one was for you. No, I'm kidding. I could walk through Memphis once. Meh, meh, twice, it's, like, fine. But I've been to Memphis, Tennessee, and it is, I I don't need to go there that often. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to Graceland? No, I wish. Did you go to all the places that he was talking about in the song? No. See, until you walk the day in Mark Cohn's shoes, you don't really know the full experience. You can't judge Memphis just you, based on a day in Memphis. Can you imagine like the the people that live there, like listening to the tourists that come in and play this song while walking around? Oh, God. And they're just like, "Can you guys turn that off, please? We get it. You've heard it. Do you think they play it like on the streets of Memphis? <laughs> it's their national anthem." Yeah. This seems like like a song, I don't think he has, but this seems like a Weird Al could do a rendition of Walking in Memphis. Like, there's something about it that, like, I feel like Weird Al could do a version of it. I think you could play with it. Yeah. I don't know what it would be. (laughs) Walking in my butt. Walking, yeah. (laughs) Well, Devin, I think you would be the one. Talking to ten dicks. (laughs) I think, Devin, you would be the one that knows because wasn't that your first concert? Weird Al? Oh, I was like, Mark Cohn? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Weird wish. Al featuring Mark Cohn? Oh, yeah. No, Weird Al was 
definitely my first concert. <laughs> um, Is that true? Oh, yeah. State Fair. <laughs> I want to say like 97. That's 98, maybe. You fell in love with the accordion. Oh, yeah. That's when I found my love for... He's like, I love music. For keyed wind instruments. Um, I mean, he put on a show. I mean, it was it was during the time that he had the song Yoda, you know, made oh, after yeah. Lola by Eric Clapton. Fucking hate it. was the whole, song. like, Star Wars no. uh, thing. Parodies. I, I got a tour t-shirt with <laughs> him titties. holding a lightsaber. He had his titties signed. Uh, yeah, he signed my titties. <laughs> Your, like, 12-year-old titties. Yeah. <laughs> signed my little 12-year-old butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> I love you here now. I love favorite. you, child. Wow! <laughs> he actually asked if he could sign my butt cheeks. <laughs> he like, does have a mustache. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Felt great. Didn't he have like something crazy, like album of the year, like in 2018 or 2019 or something? The yeah, last album that it... he came out with, it was just like ridiculously like people loved it for some reason. Yeah. I, well, I think he made an actual album for the first time that wasn't parodies. Hmm. But it's like polka. <laughs> no. So I think he won best polka album. <laughs> okay. We'll just yes. give it to you. You're the first polka album in four years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I think South Park won best musical for South Park the movie. Uh, or awesome. no, the song Blame Canada. That was mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, but I think there just wasn't that many musicals. That year. <laughs> That's true. You know, it's like a weird category. Yeah. Mike, what was your first concert? Um... That I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm not a live show guy. <laughs> we know this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go see? Nah. <laughs> no, I have no. their CD. It's cool. What's it the must... first live music venue that somebody forced you to go to? <laughs> it must have been. It might have been at like if a youth group Church doesn't count? count. Yeah. Okay. If youth group doesn't count, I think it was at like um. They did some shows at I forgot what it's called. It's in Shingle Springs. Is it the Shingle Springs VFW? Yeah, the community um, center. The community center. It might yeah. have been there. Okay. Um, that might have been where, like, in seventh or eighth grade, I went to, like, my first show there. Oh. Yeah. That would have been, if it was eighth grade, that would have been probably when they first started having shows there, because that's when we started going there. Yeah, that's like, for sure. We're in, we were in ninth grade. Ride and yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was the first few shows that they had there. I think they were having bands like Shorty for mm-hmm. a few years before, but mm-hmm. nobody had really been going there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's either there or Placerville Lions Hall. Yeah. Uh, they did some shows up there. They did the place, at the pizza place there, too. Oh, yeah, that's the right. The pizza factory. <laughs> Devin got stabbed by a microphone with a microphone by a... Uh, what's his face? Kurt Travis. The five-minute ride guide. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's such a funny story. My mom, uh, so Kurt Travis's, Kurt Travis's mom cut was a, uh, a hairstylist in camera park. Yeah. And my mom would always go get her haircut from her. <laughs> and she was talking to my mom and she was like, Oh, my son plays music. Blah, 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 blah. My mom was like, Oh, my kid likes music. <laughs> and then Kurt Travis's mom gave my mom the f- five minute ride CD. <laughs> And that was the first time that I heard Five Minute Ride. Really? Yeah. So this was like, it was on. It was their very like 
maybe first cut of their wow. demo or whatever the heck that's called. Those are the good ones. Yeah. I think yeah. the first one that came out was their EP or something. Before right? the bathroom walls. Yeah. 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 That was like the pizza factory. Oh, They're like, funny. we just have music recorded, so here you guys go <laughs> sell it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Um, all right. So after we're done walking through Memphis. Oh, um, real quick. Yeah. Um, I love this song. Walking walk in, in Memphis? Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Something. In, I got a question. Is this Yacht Rock? I'm pretty no. sure. I'm pretty sure it's no. Yacht Rock. Because it made me feel, it made me feel like a boomer. I don't know what this is. Like a margarita just popped into my hand as soon as the song came on. Is that why you've been wearing your robe? Yeah, I've been wearing my <laughs> robe. Like sometimes I feel like wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt when the song comes on. Like it just feels like a boomer yacht rock song. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. Is Michael McDonald? No, this one was from Kenny Loggins. This is all Mike. Okay, I could see I could see Michael McDonald doing this song. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. This was my favorite song on the mix. It is considered no soft rock. Okay. So whatever I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I think it could be yacht rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I like how soft rock goes to like the many different genres of soft rock. Like it's got in here it's got the Carpenters are considered soft rock at one point. <laughs> Barry Man. Do they have like hard soft rock <laughs> or like ultra soft rock? Oh, that's where an air supply comes into play. Oh, <laughs> and the reformed Fleetwood Mac is considered soft rock. <laughs> oh, like with Stevie Nicks? Yeah, rumors. Uh, oh, okay. Genesis I, is considered soft rock. I yeah. Know. I mean, because, yeah. Interesting. Probably throw the Eagles on there somewhere. Phil too. Collins, too. No, Eagles are Yacht Rock. Eagles are Yacht Rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, Desperado. Yeah, Phil Collins is definitely Soft Rock. Yeah. Maybe Yacht Rock, too. Phil Collins could be Yacht Rock. If Hall & Oates is Yacht Rock, Phil Collins is Yacht Rock. <laughs> then Sticks is Yacht Rock. If Phil Collins is Yacht Rock, Sticks is Yacht Rock. <laughs> Sticks is definitely Yacht Rock. <laughs> Um, all right, so track number four off of this mix, we've got Round Here by Dustin Kensrue off of Thought That Float. Wait, did I saying that right? Thought, Thought That, that float, float on a Different Book. Blood? Different Blood. Blood. Different Thought blood. That Float on a Different Blood. Thoughts, plural. Okay, that's what <laughs> started me off. I was like, what am I missing in this title? I, I never remember the name of that. So you said that the first time. I was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> Thoughts yeah. that float on a different blood. Thought, thought books that <laughs> fart on blood. Blood, dar- blood darts. Blood thinners. <laughs> Take your blood thinners. <laughs> I want to know a man named Corn Pop. <laughs> Um, this track number eight off of that, off of his album coming out five minutes, and 31 seconds. So this is a cover yeah. of another nineties gem that RJ seems to be infatuated with. <laughs> I'm a crow bro, man. <laughs> uh, County crows. Um, apparently they're a rock band, um, but they're from <laughs> Berkeley, California formed in sense. 1991. Guy looks like he lives in a tree. <laughs> Round Here was released in 1994 off of from Geffen Records as the second single from the Counting Crows debut album. 
August, and everything after. Um, the song's origin predates the formation of Count of Crows. When the band's future frontman, Adam Duritz, wrote the song with the Himalayans member Dan Jewett, Chris Rolden, and Dave Janowski. Janowski. Um, so they must get some type of royalty, which is why they have to say that in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They signed the contract before they wrote the song. <laughs> yeah. Although not as successful as their previous single, Mr. Jones. Round here became... (laughs) That was a banger. (laughs) Another hit for the band in the United States and Canada, despite not charting on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 due to rules and place at time, uh, it peaked at number 31. Um, And then this album, Thoughts That Float on a Different Blood from Dustin Kinzer, uh, is his fifth album. It was recorded in California, Santa Ana, in 2015. Um as a live show. Um, but yeah, around here, I, I don't, I don't like the counting crows, <laughs> but <laughs> when the very first time that I heard this song, I was just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Cause it's like, it makes you like the song. <laughs> yeah, it does. Right. Like, so yeah. you'd heard the song before. Of course. Yeah. It's the just counting one of those crows st- song. stupid songs that you hear. Yeah. yeah. It's a 90s song. Yeah. I didn't know it was by Counting Crows. Would you oh. rather listen to this or Mark Cohn? <laughs> oh, definitely Mark Cohn. Oh, I'm telling you, that's my favorite no, I'm asking one. Mike. I know you. <laughs> okay. But Mike, which one would you rather listen to? I would to? rather walk through Memphis <laughs> than... Okay. Oh, dang. <laughs> so... This song, I've heard this song, but I think Devin originally played a different version. Just some other live version of this. And he's like, listen to this Dustin Kensrue version of this. And I was like, that's the coolest thing I ever heard. Then he came out with this album, and I'm like, oh, I like the recorded because it's in better quality. It was on Ursa Major. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, that's so cool. And then I listened to the original one. And I'm like, we've heard it on the radio just growing up. And I'm just like, oh. I don't like this. Daddy's got a lemon in the baby. It's like it's it's nineties. I don't like yeah. it, man. Next, I don't know why like there's so many like nineties guys who just sound like they're crying. Like there's something that happened from like the Cure into the nineties that like this dude and even Dave Matthews to an extent, like they just sound like they're crying when they're singing. I'm a Dave slave, so <laughs> I kind of take offense to that. <laughs> Dave never cries. <laughs> he just tells it how he it is. He plays the most emotional songs yeah, without crying. You know how people, like, you can't understand them when they're talking <laughs> yeah. while they're crying? That's what yeah. Dave Matthews sounds like <laughs> yeah. when he sings. He does. Yeah, but this is it's an awesome song. It's a great song. Easily my yeah. favorite song on the mixtape. Really? Okay. Yeah. Easily. So, RJ, was this one for Mike? This one was for me. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Uh, <laughs> you know, one for everybody. Yeah. And Elvis. Well, was Walking in Memphis the song that you didn't know who it was for? Yeah, I was going to say, I think you threw that one on. That was for nobody. Yeah, that was <laughs> ended just, up being that was for just me. like, I heard about that. <laughs> I've heard that song before. That one's for Devin. Yeah, I started playing this in the morning like while I was getting ready for work. And then I'd be like, come on, song three. <laughs> like, Get me going. 
literally just on repeat. Yeah, it was real nice to wake up. That's your new jerk off song. <laughs> oh yeah, walking in Memphis. I'm jerking in Memphis. <laughs> the uh, beginning piano chords reminded me of that Rascal Flatts song. I thought I was going to go into that every time. <laughs> but if Dunst- Dustin Kendrew did a cover of Walking in Memphis. <gasps> It'd probably be so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, he's Mark. Like, he's like The Rock. Like, he takes something and saves it. He makes it better. Yeah. Like, he takes... Uh, he did a song by Lord that was like, cool, it's a Lord song. And then he did it, and I was like, damn, it's a good-ass song. <laughs> Does Takes the song by Counting Crows, he makes it better. No, Wrecking Ball, he changed that song yeah. altogether. Yeah. Like, The Rock made me think I like Fast and the Furious movies. I don't. Oh, you don't? I just like The Rock. Oh, I love Fast and Furious. No, I really do. Yeah. <laughs> Devin's made me watch all yeah. of them. Oh, but nice. it started getting my attention after The Rock came in. And then I started listening to the How Did This Get Made ones. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I got to go back and watch these again. <laughs> Sean Myers is a defendant. He, and it's a small following over Tokyo Drift. And <laughs> that's his favorite Fast and the Furious movie. There's many people that are like him. It's the weirdest thing to me because that movie sucks. But Tokyo Drift is his favorite Fast and Furious movie. <sighs> I wouldn't say it sucks. <laughs> I get that. I get why that's why that could be his favorite. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. First time I watched it, uh, <laughs> Dustin bought a, a a surround sound system that didn't end up working, so we watched it without sound. <laughs> and I was like, "This movie's fucking tight," and I did not know what was going on, but it didn't matter. And I still liked it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think like six is my favorite, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, RJ, do you, have you seen Tokyo Drift? I think Devin showed me that one. I might have fallen asleep. Um, Tokyo Drift is the one that like, like in the chronology of the movies, yeah, you're yeah, telling me this takes place line. in between, yeah, five but, and six. I want to say, yeah, but they totally did not plan that. No, until no, five no. and six, <laughs> and they're like, oh, let's throw in Jason Statham killing some dude, <laughs> Han. Yeah, Han. Yeah. yeah, who's alive again in the next one? He's back. What? Yeah, they're in, in the, the newest tra- one. Yeah, that hasn't been released yet. In the trailer, he's back. <gasps> Somehow he's he in- survived. Oh, he explosion. survived. So it's not pre-Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Damn. Um, RJ, this is the hit song from Tokyo Drift. I don't know if you've heard this song before. It's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just wait for it. It gets so good. This is Luda, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Devin's dancing right now. <laughs> it's by the Teriyaki Boys. Spell oh. with a Z, Ontario. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Produced by Chris Bridges. Yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right. Around here, great song. <laughs> <laughs> now we get to this motherfucker. This motherfucker. Um, and RJ, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. Big time. Well, I'm sorry. If you put this song on here for me, Boy, oh boy, do I have words for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
to finish off the mixtape, track number five is the song God from John Lennon. Um, everyone knows John Lennon coming from the Beatles. Um, oh, he's from the Beatles. <laughs> That's where I've yeah, heard his name. I, I Googled it, and they're like, John Lennon, Yoko, and I'm like, all right, don't know who this is. Next. I thought this came out like last year. No. Yeah. <laughs> With Mark Cohn. Yeah. yeah. They're imagine. on tour. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in 1969, Lennon uh, and Yoko formed the Plastic Ono Band. And that is the band that plays with Lennon on his first solo album in 1970. Um, so I believe... Um, I knew all this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I believe three out of the four members had solo albums the same year that the Beatles broke up because they were all working on their individual stuff already. Um, George Harrison's is the best. Um, but Lennon came out with this one, with the Plastic Ono Band, uh, and it is... Uh, my least favorite Lennon album. Yeah. For his solo albums. Um, I would say, well, okay, I'll get to that. I'll, I'll get to, I'll, I'll get to my opinion. Okay. Okay. Uh, God is a song from Lennon's first post Beatles solo album, 1970. Uh, there are three sections of the song. The f- in the first section, John Lennon describes God as a concept by which we measure our pain. Tight. In the second. <laughs> Chris Allen wrote a line, life is pain, many years ago. <laughs> yeah, much more <laughs> profound than this song. <laughs> in the second, Lennon lists many movements that he does not believe in, ending by stating that he just believes in himself, individuality, and Yoko, his wife. Yeah. He rejects magic, the I Ching, <gasps> the Bible, terror, the Bible. Hitler. He rejects Hitler. <laughs> Jesus, Kennedy, Jesus. Buddha. Mantra, the Gita. Not the Bhagavad Gita. (laughs) How could he? Kings. Elvis? Hey, he mentioned Elvis. He denounced Elvis? (laughs) What's he going to do next? Denounce the Beatles? Well, first he denounced Zimmerman, which is Bob Dylan. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was Roger Zimmerman. (laughs) The man that killed Trayvon Martin in Florida. Um. And the final section describes Lennon's change since the breakup of the Beatles. While the Beatles were basically his family throughout the 1960s, he states that he no longer uh, he is no longer the Dreamweaver or the Walrus, but just John. The final line of the song, "The Dream Is Over," in effect, officially declared the end of the 1960s and its quest for meaning in utopia movements. Lennon is saying that the meaning lies within oneself. If there is a God, we're all it. So, um, I have watched many a John Lennon documentaries. He is not my favorite Beatle, but he is many people's favorite Beatle. So there's a lot of documentaries about him. And yeah. near uh, the end of his life, the the latter half of the '70s, this John Lennon that made this album does not exist. He like changes drastically into a different type of person uh in the later half of hit the 70s which is the music like that's where imagine comes from that's when like the better albums of his and songwriting comes from because he kind of in this song he's you can tell he's still angry like, yeah you, you, you can tell he's still pissed off about that you know the the beatles were this and he's pissed off about it and then on top of that he's pissed off that he thought that we were all doing this movement 
And then it turns out we weren't. (laughs) (laughs) And so this song is like full of anger. And then it's also just full of nonsense that I, I've seen interviews and I've seen document documentaries where he talks about this type of songwriting of his, where he's like, it's just nonsense. And in the later half of his career, I think that he would not be, I don't think that he would like this song. Yeah. Especially if he made it into the eighties, I think he would have like completely denounced any of this stuff that he was doing. Yeah. Cause later in his career, he was getting back into like rock and roll and blues and like not caring as much about like doing this weird ass music that Yoko wanted to do, which he wanted to do too. And he wanted to push the limits of what they were doing at the time. But like later in his career, he just like got back to like good songwriting, playing rock and roll and the blues, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so RJ, (laughs) do you think Yoko Ono is mentally challenged? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Back to the subject. (laughs) And Devin's out. (laughs) Um, so do you, you put this one on here for me, huh? Yeah. You like Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) Got you, buddy. That's like saying (laughs) you would put band on the run on here. I don't like wings. Oh, I RJ. love wings. Fire wings. <laughs> Chicken wings. <laughs> Spicy wings. <laughs> Delicious. Red Bull gives you wings. Mm, Red Bulls are good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Band on the Run is a hit. I'm not a Wings fan. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a Paul McCartney fan, really. I'm not either. Yeah. <laughs> just I, another I, silly love song. Uh, you know that song? I think I heard him play it's it on like Jimmy Fallon. It's like a 70s song that he wrote because Lennon was like, Paul just writes his silly love songs. I write like deep songs. Oh, so, so they were beefing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Big time. And so Paul McCartney wrote a song, just another silly love song, where the chorus is just, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. Yeah. So is this song God a diss track? Kind of sounds like a diss track. <laughs> at the end, like towards the end, he's like, "Don't care about the Beatles." <laughs> like, oh, damn. It's like, well, it's like Mike said, he's kind of like, "I moved away from all this." Well, yeah. he's just angry at this point in his life. He really was. Like, this is where. Well, if you don't know, now you know. Uh, <laughs> Lennon was very much a spousal abuser for most of his life. He had a really strange relationship with his mom and his aunt growing up and uh, disillusioned father figures. And, but like, he was like uh, his older kid, Julian um, felt uh, had more of the abuse on him than Sean Lennon. Uh, Sean's a really great musician. Julian's like, um, but yeah, this, he's still, like a bitter asshole at this time. Hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting with his, like, I mean, the way we remember him is his message of peace and love. That's right. Just now. imagine all the people. No, he beat multiple wives of his. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the direction that he wanted to go? He thought they were starting a movement. Yeah. Like what was this movement? <clears throat> this was, was just, just they were being gonna... the biggest band in the world. They were, no, no, no. They were going to end war. Right? Okay. So they the um there's the Christmas song, but there's the Lennon and Yoko just like uh were in bed doing interviews with people, uh yeah. waiting for the war to be over. 
and War's Over. That's the Christmas song, you know, yeah. um, that they have. So they just thought that they were going to, like, be the reason why the world is okay. And we're going to bring everyone together, peace and love. And if anyone knows anything about the 70s, that was not the 70s. <laughs> it was not the 70s. <laughs> That's cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> That's when, like, yeah. New York became the worst it's ever been. <laughs> yeah. Like, my dad tells me stories uh, when he was alive and he, you know, grew up basically in New York. And he would talk about how he remembers, like, being able to, like, the milkman would come and you would, like, leave money on the doorstep. And the milkman would come and he was grew up for the most part in the Bronx and he remembers like the change in the seventies when it was just like, no, you don't go outside. (laughs) It was like warriors. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody carried a baseball bat. Yeah. And he, I mean, Lennon was shot and killed in New York. So it's like, yeah, I mean, but wasn't that dude just trying to impress Jodie Foster, which I totally get. (laughs) Yeah. Was that John Hinckley or was that the guy that shot Reagan? That's the guy who shot Reagan. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's another weird three name um, thing because there's oh, a lot of assassins. John Wilkes Booth, yeah, ancestor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, RJ, do you like this song? Well, the song's cool. <laughs> what does that mean? One to ten, rate it. Go six point five. Okay, so the song sucks. Would you rather listen to <laughs> this song or Imagine? Which one's Imagine? Imagine all the people. I think this one. Living <laughs> <in> harmony. <laughs> <laughs> a little piano stuff on there. That was cool. Yeah. And then it changes up towards the end. That's cool. Mm. He has uh, some pretty intense uh, songs. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, uh, you know. I can, I can hear it was kind of restrained on this one. Like you were saying, he was kind of angry. Yeah. Like. There's something about it. I didn't like the melody of it. No. I didn't like the whole thing of it. Um, I don't, I'm not familiar with John Lennon outside of Imagine and the Beatles. So I thought that this might be representative of his solo stuff. And I'm like, I am not interested. <laughs> like, as soon as I heard this. Yeah, you would um, like Imagine as an album. You might like Double Fantasy. That's a weird album. Um, okay. They do a lot of like weird audio stuff in there, it has a okay. unique sound. Um, so that you probably like did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like my favorite song by him is Jealous Guy, which he does a whistling solo in it. And it's fantastic. Sick. <laughs> Pretty good whistler myself. So I might have to learn that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, did, did did we do it for you, RJ? Did we talk about Elvis? Yeah, did we? we did. Actually, they did. Oh. They t- they just we only spoke, really no, talked to him in the beginning. They just spoke his name. Do you feel um, satisfied with this mixtape, RJ? Uh, I mean, there are other, other ones that I would like to throw on there, but they just... Like what? Wait, I'm curious about these other tracks. I have to look back. There was a Frank Turner song. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I want to throw that on, but I was like, I don't want to put Frank Turner again. And I was like, it needs Dustin Kendrick, so he's going on there. Marcone, I've heard of him, so I threw him on there. Um, Gaslight Anthem, I wanted them on there, too. Then I needed one from Mike. He likes the Beatles, so I put that one. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't don't remember. There was literally like probably 20 bands that I was like, oh, you could go on, too. You can go on, too. Like ones you'd heard of? Oh, there's probably like 50 that I could have thrown on. 
that were but, just random yeah. There's songs. a Wikipedia page. Of songs that mention Elvis? Yes. Oh, Damn. interesting. That literally mention Elvis, that like talk about like him, like that are talking about him but don't mention his name. And it just goes on and on. And I'm like, don't know that, don't know that, don't know that, don't like that. Hmm. Was there any ICP on there? Oh, <laughs> damn. We have yet to have an ICP song on these oh, things. man. We could have had Queen, Crazy Little Thing Called Love. <gasps> Did they have... They mentioned... Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at this Wikipedia page. Oh, you Ooh. found it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a decent list. Who else is on there? They've got some uh, interesting Jimmy Buffett's on here, if you want some Buffett. There's some really think, hot rock. I think when I was going through it, I had specifications of what I wanted to do. <laughs> The Counting Crows have another song on here. <laughs> the fuck? They just like Elvis. Chill out on Elvis, yeah. bros. It's called Elvis Went to Hollywood. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> is it a concept uh, album? It's, it's probably El- Elvis Costello. Bush, yeah. Bush is on here. Bush we could have Bush. Oh, Brian Adams is on here. Ooh, Neil Wait, Young Brian is Adams on here? or Ryan Adams? Brian Adams with the V. Sick. <laughs> oh, Warren Zephon is on here. Oh, or Zevon, however you say that. Zevon, Zevon. Yeah. yeah. REM is on here. Man, RJ. Interesting. <sighs> Interesting choices. REM. I would have. I would have turned this off immediately. <laughs> oh, really? You're not a rem head. Yeah. I'm not a rem. I'm not a rem. He's man. a rimmer, but not a rem. <laughs> I, do, I'm not, I do not like a rim job. <laughs> yeah. Ah, there's Depeche Mode on here. Jeez. Michael Stipes is one person that sounds like he's crying all the fucking time. <laughs> Shiny happy people. <laughs> Fuck off. Ooh, there's a Waylon Jennings song on here. Mm. Bob Dylan's on here. Johnny Cash is on here. We remember the king. Come on, RJ. Ooh. I also was doing a thing where I wanted to hide the lyrics of like what was going on. Then I eventually just said screw it and threw Mark Cohen on there. But... Literally, I was like, I want to hide that what the king I was talking about until you saw the track okay. listings. Yeah, if I didn't so, know those two songs, I wouldn't have. That's why I try to stray away it. from King. That's why I try to stay yeah. away from Elvis as a name. Uh, George Michael has a song called "The King Is Dead." Oh, there's <gasps> also another reason why I did this. Since we're here, okay. Um, I think this is being released January 11th. Elvis's birthday is on January 8th. Happy birthday! Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Should have done Elvis songs then. <laughs> think Elvis wants to listen to Sugarland? Okay. He, times has changed, Devin. <sighs> Just imagine him in his grave. Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's go. Let's go to Memphis. Let's go to Graceland and drop off some flowers and a fucking Sugarland CD. There's for security. Him. There's yeah. security. I no, heard about it. Still put shit in. on his grave. But putting Sugarland CDs on there, putting little <laughs> shit on his grave. Oh man, there's a Lana Del Rey song on here. Ooh. Oh, there is. But I think we just had her, um, so I just kind of strayed away from that, too. I tried. What is that song called? Elvis. Uh, it's called Body Electric. Oh, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Mm. Uh, Dennis Leary is on here. I don't know what this is, but there's a song. Dennis that, Leary? Yeah. <laughs> he like Parody songs? I, he did some songs Dennis Leary on doesn't Lock and seem load. like a parody type of guy. He did some songs on Lock and Load. It was like a live album mixed with parody songs. Really? Yeah, because he did that like "I'm an asshole" song, which he did I'm live. Um, he did he did a few songs that oh, were it, like he has a discography section. Dennis <laughs> He's got Leary? like seven or eight albums. <laughs> Shit! 
<laughs> I knew Lock and Load and No Cure for Cancer. Yeah, he's oh, got a Merry one. Fucking Christmas on here. He's got a Christmas one. He has mm. one that's just called Douchebag. Mm. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Leary's stand-up back in the day was so funny. Yeah. I don't know if it holds up, but very we, aggressive. Wh- how old were we? Yeah, so aggressive. <laughs> oh, I think it was like 10. Yeah, so, so yeah. it would have been hilarious. Like, oh, he said fuck. Yeah. He smokes cigarettes. He's cool. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, are we ready to rate this? I'm ready to rate it. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll go first here, RJ. Okay. Okay. I had a mix of emotions because I had you had two songs on there that I think are really good. I like. You had Sugarland, which I don't <laughs> know how I feel towards the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had Walking in Memphis, which I just had to skip eventually. <laughs> and then you had God, which just infuriated me. <laughs> <laughs> You like the Beatles. But I like the title, Mm -hmm. and I like the concept. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a 3.3. Okay. 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 And it's mostly because of the title and the concept. (laughs) (laughs) It was a fun concept, though. I was just like, I want to go with that. There is so many to pick, and then I think I went through so many storylines of, I want to do this for my mix. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just putting it together like this, and that's that's this. Um. Yeah, the same thing as Mike said. Basically, you had two songs that you knew I'd like for sure. One song that you didn't know I was going to like that much. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and then Sugarland is is like, oh, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> not supposed to like it, and I don't like it at the same time. <laughs> but it's like there's, I don't know. I I don't I don't know how to score it. Um, John Lennon song. That one sucked. Um, <laughs> but I gave you 3.75. Ooh, yeah. strong. Because I like the concept of it. Yeah. Um, same thing as you. I like and the concept. And you love walking like, in Memphis. I love walking in Memphis. <laughs> so good. I'm still going to listen to it every morning when I wake up. <laughs> it's my new alarm clock. Yeah. When I hear that piano come in, I'm like, fuck yeah, it's time to start the day. Oh, you're going to learn this next on the piano. Aren't See, you? I, I yeah. do imagine you driving and the sun's coming up. And you're, mm-hmm. I know you don't smoke yeah. anymore, but you'd be lighting a cigarette. Oh, yeah. Looking out your window. <laughs> Driving like an old pickup truck, though. Yeah. Like your pickup truck. Nowhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got it running again. They just roll down the windows yeah. with not the automatic yeah. windows. No, that no. one has automatic windows, bro. Oh, that's <laughs> you got to install the old ones yeah. then. I will. Yeah. It's um, so good. And RJ, what are you giving yourself? Yeah. So Sugarland, I it's one of those where they're there. I for the time now, I I don't think I really listen to anything they do. Ooh ooh ooh. ooh. Um, <laughs> and then as far as like the Gaslight, I still listen to Gaslight. I still listen to the Dustin Ken's Rue. Mark Cone, I've heard of it, so I kind of just threw it on there. And the God one, I didn't mind. I was just like, I, I appreciate for what that is. I love the concept. I think I could have probably moved songs around if I just played with like 16 different variations of this, but I didn't. Um, I gave myself, because I feel like Dustin Kendrew held up most of it in Cast Light, I gave myself yeah. a 3.9. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so what you're saying, like, 
it's a con- like it is a concept that you have to have particular songs that you know mention Elvis in there, so it, it does narrow it down quite a bit. And I wanted to hide the name. And yeah, and if you want to hide the name too, then that's probably a little bit more difficult. But there are some other songs on there. Yeah, I feel like taking off like one song. I was originally gonna take off either Round Here or I was gonna take off the Gaslight Highlandism. I would say leave those. Well, it would it would make it because if I throw yeah. those on there, you're instantly Devin. You're gonna be like, oh, that mentions Elvis. I say yes, you take out. If I take one, it might trick you. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I wasn't gonna put no, that no, one no, on no. eventually. <laughs> that that, <laughs> once that was know, the giveaway. Once we know that that song's a possibility, <laughs> that cannot leave the playlist. So I think that I I kind of struggled with the order of the songs a little bit. Oh yeah, I think what would you do? I think it would. I should have started with Walking in Memphis. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Could have ended with walking to Memphis. No, I while think you, starting. I with think walking you, to Memphis. <laughs> yeah, I thought walking to Memphis is how you start it. You end it with round here, and mm-hmm. then God is like the palate cleanser in the middle. Yes, I agree. Uh, so hmm. the way I heard it when I I couldn't remember the order of the songs and I just let it play. I thought walking in Memphis was four. Round here was five, and then John Lennon started playing. I was like, what the fuck is this <laughs> autoplay shit? <laughs> I turned it off. I was like, who'd this fucking SoundCloud <laughs> piano piece of shit? Turn this off. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I I liked one and two where they were. Um, round here, I feel like should have ended it. Yeah. Walking Memphis is fine at three or four, but something else in that place would have made it really good. For me, especially with the theme. Because I liked yeah. the order that it was. But yet again, I picked it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> not, not, not too shabby. All right. Well, you guys ready for this next week's mix? Oh, yeah. All what right. are we going to be listening to? Uh, all right. So I'm taking uh, a couple of pages out of Devin's book this week. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One is the title is really long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Like a Midwest emo song. <laughs> um, all right. You guys ready to take in this title? Yes. I will it repeat in. it as many times as you need. <laughs> oh, no. I'm nervous. Okay. <clears throat> Robot retro synth dream post new pop wave. Sick. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in. You don't need to repeat that. Yeah, I, get I got it. it. <laughs> I get it. Hell yeah. So, uh, <laughs> songs within the last five years? Um, I don't I'm gonna say know. 80s stuff. I'm going to say 80s. Robot retro synth dream post new pop wave. Okay. See, I'm wondering if it's new bands that sound like, you know, Ooh. the 80s influence or if it's uh, some 80s bands mixed in there. Um, are these are these things that you've listened to before, or is this all new for you? This is um, every now and then I'll hear something in th- this arena of music. Okay, and I will like it, and I will go to listen to more from that person or from that band, and I'm not into it. Okay. And so this this area of music, um, it takes a I don't know if it takes a lot for me to love it, but the songs that I do find in it, I love. 
Okay. So. Is there any square pusher? No. Pretty lights? No. Um, Kavinsky? No. Okay. That's my three <laughs> questions. Those are my three riddles. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. It's. Yeah. It'll be interesting to know your guys' thoughts on this one. I have um, a feeling I probably haven't heard from. I've heard of any of them. You might have only heard from one person who's doing guest vocals on it. Okay. David Guetta? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'd be curious as to which ones that Devin knows. Be curious. Okay. Um, But yeah, just get ready to be... The original title for this music mix was The Future Is Here. Do I want to dance to this mix? Oh, you're going to dance your ass off. <laughs> is Yacht on here? No. Yacht Rock on here? Is Yacht Rock on here? No. Okay. Leaky Lee? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to want to just shimmy on down. Oh, yeah. The Funky Town? <laughs> <laughs> I'll shimmy it. I'll shimmy all the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited for you guys to hear it because uh, I really like it um i'm hoping that it's like five people i haven't heard of and that i love it's just a jam like i'm a yeah. i'm a dance yeah because i started making a mixtape lately the reason i asked if you heard him before because i i had an idea for a mixtape and then the original idea went out the window and then i just started like adding things that i had never heard before that i love but it's stuff that i'd never listened to before yeah so I was wondering if this was like all new or if it's something that's like in the rotation. It's things that I've, 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 we'll talk about this, but I've had a hard time with this area of music of finding things that I really like. Okay. Um, so I've had, I've tried for the last probably four or five years dipping in and out of it of trying to find stuff and it's hard for me. Oh, um, okay. So, but I am curious as to like, um, how i guess what this music makes you want to do oh yeah so (laughs) i think i'm a bigger fan of electronic style music than i know yeah (laughs) i'm thinking about all these bands that it could be i'm like oh yeah i forgot about those guys (laughs) like i don't listen to them all the time but i fucking love it yeah (laughs) yeah um all right so you can find five song mixtape where you get podcasts uh, you find us on Instagram, where we post occasionally. Um, you can find us, uh, you find the mixtapes themselves on Spotify, five song mixtape, all one word. Um, yeah, I'm excited to share um, for next week Robot Retro Synth Dream Post New Pop Wave. Robot Retro Synth Dream Post New Pop Wave. And can I just say thank you? Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but with you know Elvis oh oh I'm ready <laughs> I'm so ready for this 